This is Craig. I'm here with Lars, and this is the Cool Tools Show. Lars, how's it going? Craig, it's going well, buddy. Good to uh, good to be back on the mic with you. Right. Uh, after some live shenanigans in D.C. That was fun. I think those uh, videos are hilarious. I'm not sure anyone will ever see them, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, I think you and I enjoyed them so much. I think uh, if somebody knows us and they watch that, they can, that'll come through. If they don't know us, they'll probably wonder what the, hell, uh, what the hell is going on. That's right. These are the people that represent human resources. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, the, the funny thing about the video is you can tell uh, Craig and I tend to have fun pretty much no matter where we are and no matter what the circumstances are, as evidenced by our uh, calling it Audible and uh, doing a, an entire podcast on escalators. We did. We, uh, we videoed the escalators of Sherm and it was, uh, it was <laughs> riveting, I'll tell you. Riveting. And, and Sherb shared the rivetingness on their uh, blog, which is great. They so. did. They did. They, we got away with it. And uh, so we're going to call that um, content. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you can't see Craig, but he's using figure quotes right now. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, so uh, that was fun. And I think we should have a camera crew following us around everywhere we go. I think I, uh, Yeah, I'm going to uh, let's call HBO. Let's mm -hmm. see if we can... Uh... <laughs> Do a little hard knocks by the uh, Cool Tools podcast. We might want to build up our YouTube channel first just to show that we've got <laughs> anything. Yeah, that's a good point. Although I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think our Escalator tour is going to clinch us that uh, six-figure HBO deal. That's pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> we, should, we should perfect that. We should do an Escalator tour all across the country. I, you know, no one's but, done it. Uh, I don't think. No, 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 it it would be it would be novel, and I think people are looking for an escape from uh, what's actually happening on the news <laughs> and the TV these days. So maybe right. maybe we can we can shoehorn ourselves into that. We should, yeah. So uh, Stranger Things only has eight episodes, so I'm I'm about out of things to watch, and I don't want to watch the news. <laughs> Escalators right. of the U.S. There you go. I like it. I like it. We'll you, start me, to, and uh, Morgan we'll start Spurlock. Plotting. That's right. <laughs> Morgan, if you're out there. Yeah, if, if, if you're listening, which we know you are, uh, do, uh, <laughs> do take this under consideration. All right, so today we're just going to talk about some random cool tools. We're going to talk a little bit about mobile document scanning, which I know sounds fascinating, but trust me, it is, and there's a reason for this. We're going to talk about a, uh, a chat feature that you can drop right into a Squarespace blog, which is pretty awesome, uh, and a few other this and that's that you're going to really like. So, Lars, why don't we talk first about Mute, uh, the chat feature that you dropped into the Squarespace website for HROS. Yeah, so we've been looking for uh, a tool to help us better facilitate sharing and collaboration and really Q&A across our you know, 1,400 plus global HR open source members. And, uh, you know, right now, Facebook has pretty much been that platform. And Facebook is, is quite effective for that real-time dialogue. And so, you know, we see if somebody goes on the Facebook page and asks a question, uh, usually within a day, they'll have eight to 10 targeted answers from HR practitioners all around the world with specific tools um, helping them out and solving their answers, which has been great. The challenge is over time, and that, that page has been up for about nine months now, um, you know, Facebook doesn't have a, a native search capability so that as the platform ages, um, the content gets buried and essentially it's gone. Like it's, it's unusable, it's unfindable. So we've been exploring a forum platform 
that will allow us to you know host those conversations on the hros.co site and uh, and really allow for very you know ease of use because we have a, a pretty broad spectrum of um you know how technical our audience is so some are highly technical like craig fisher um, you know, others are, you know, HR managers that are still, you know, figuring out things like Twitter and other platforms. So we, we wanted to make sure we could find a platform that uh, really met the, the capabilities. Also had very robust search functionality. And so I demoed about a dozen different platforms and uh, landed on this tool called Mute, which is M-U-U-T.com. Um, so Mute is a uh, freemium model tool um, that basically can host uh, they can actually host commenting on your site or a traditional forum where you can set up channels by different categories and allow people to comment. And um, you can actually take that and very easily embed that inside of you know, Squarespace, WordPress, wherever your, your blog, your website might be. And so in our case, it's Squarespace. Um, and it's actually done with JavaScript rather than iframe, um, which makes a big difference. So if you're not familiar with the difference, you know, iframe is essentially a piece of HTML code that can embed one website inside of another website. Um, it's fine if you're on desktop, but once you start getting to mobile or tablet, um, it doesn't quite responsibly scale the right way. So the user experience can get a little jarring. When you use JavaScript, it's native. So whatever device you're on, it automatically formats and it doesn't look like literally with iframes in some cases, you see a frame around what the content is. Um, with JavaScript, it's built entirely native. So if you go to hros.co, slash forum, F-O-R-U-M, you can see it and it looks as if the search is integrated and embedded directly onto the page uh, while it's actually a third party kind of URL that is then embedding the content inside of that page. So um, we're really excited. We're actually just launching it to our volunteer group today when we're recording. So by the time this airs, that will be in the past. Uh, yeah. And then we're going to roll it out to the full community. So meta, again. A, yes, exactly. <laughs> but we're going to do some beta testing with our, our volunteer groups. We have over 130 volunteers that will be helping us with that. Uh, and then we're gonna launch it to the entire community um, probably sometime the last week of uh, July. So the thing I like about this, Lars, is with, with iFrame, and I do a lot of web development, right? So I use iFrames on all kinds of things. And we've even embedded um, our profile from the Muse on our career site at CN yeah. Technologies. That's fairly static, right? So yep. it's, you know, it, it works pretty well, but with something that you're constantly adding content to and relying on for real-time features, there's going to be a lag, right? If you use uh, an iframe in addition yep. to sort of the uh, contextual wonkiness that you get from device to device. So the JavaScript uh, works really well. And it's funny because speaking of this exact subject, um, I just had a call today from a gal who uh, literally did search Facebook and found our conversation in one of the employer branding groups uh, from a year ago about the Muse. Mm -hmm. And um, it, when I was asking you know, people if they had used it and liked it, et cetera, she found it, but she said it was really difficult to do so she, had <laughs> she to, was very patiently scrolling down that right. page she had to dig and dig and dig so now so that was kate rushton from liberty mutual so yeah. if, you, if you're listening the muse <laughs> i gave you some <laughs> good thumbs up um yeah yeah but uh if if she had been able to go to this sort of real-time searchable forum it would have made it a lot easier for her 
Yeah, and uh, having, you know, prepping our forum, I poured it over all of the Q&As from our Facebook page, which were, you know, over over nine months, over 30 questions, over 100 answers, um, you know, doing that manually, which is awesome. But it did even remind me just in that process of, of the, the tediousness of having to scroll through a Facebook group to find uh, content. So, Good you know, job. with the new platform with Mute, it's, it's real time and it's, it's beautiful on your mobile device as well. And, uh, and you can even see there's a chat functionality built into it as well. So you can see in real time who else is logged into the platform and you can message with them directly through the mute tool, uh, which is another great uh, and interesting bonus, particularly that it happens in real time across any device. Yeah, that's great. I think that would be cool for anybody's blog, really. Um, yeah. And, and if and in fact, I've got a feature that I occasionally turn on when I'm sort of in business development mode where people can live text me uh, from my website, right, at fishdogs.com. I don't currently have that on because I don't even have time to take phone calls. To, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have time to answer the text that I get. It's uh, not easy being Craig, folks. It's right. not easy being Craig. Goodness, it's three kids and, and seven jobs. That's, that's the way you go. Seven jobs, bud. You only got seven jobs. <laughs> seven jobs. Uh, so one of the tools that I wanted to talk about is, uh, is another search type of tool. I mean, so this generated from being able to search the conversations that you had on Facebook. Um, I've got a really cool tool, and right now it's only for Android, but it's faster than some of the other tools that I've used on iPhone uh, from what I can see. It's called Control-F, okay? So it's C-T-R-L-F, um, and you can take a picture of any document it even works if you take a picture of your computer screen. So, right, if you wanted to lean back a bit and take a picture of an entire conversation on Facebook, for instance, it turns anything that you take a picture of text-wise into a real-time PDF that is searchable on your phone. Hmm. All right, so think about that. So let's say you're looking at the, um, uh, the agenda um, from Sherm, which is massive. It's a book, right? It's yeah. it's like a magazine. And if you look at any one page of text, if you're searching for speakers or sponsor information or whatever, it's a blinding array of just lots and lots of text. Well, I was able to take a picture on my phone from another app and do the same thing. Save the page as a searchable document uh, in my phone. I do this with receipts and everything else for expense reports uh, all the time anyway, but control F is very real time. You don't even have to save the document to be able to search it right away. It immediately makes it available. So I've got five other apps if you are iPhone users and, and want to save documents that you scan from your phone. I'm a constant, by the way, user of Tiny Scanner. Um, yep. I don't know about you, but I will sometimes print documents and bring them with me to complete on an airplane, things like that, that need to be sent back to someone. <clears throat> and Tiny Scanner, uh, you can just take pictures, right, in a row of all the documents you want to collate as a PDF uh, booklet and, and email them away after you've filled them out uh, with your ink pen. You know what that is. Yep. <laughs> Wait, ink. What app is that? Is, is that is that on a is that an iOS app? <laughs> ink pen should be an iOS <laughs> app. The, there, right. There's two. So of of Team Craig and Lars. Uh, yep. Craig is Team Android. I'm I'm Team Apple Mac fanboy. Um. So I'll I'll, I'll 
balance uh, for, for all of our Apple listeners out there, uh, there's two good options for you that do something similar. Uh, one is called Scannable. Mm-hmm. Um, so Scannable is another great tool that allows you to basically have the same uh, functionality Craig's talking about, very useful. Uh, and the other is um, Scannable for uh, Evernote. Yeah, that's, so, that's the same thing. Yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. Actually, no, is the, no, the Evernote one is, uh, is that the same one? Yeah, it's the same one. It's the same company. So there's, awesome. yeah, there's a couple of others uh, that you might want to look into. So I do actually use an iPhone for my phone proper. I use Google for just about <laughs> everything else. But um, Android, iOS, Windows Phone can all use Genius Scan, which mm. I like because it actually orients your document. So even if you take a picture of a receipt uh, on a restaurant table and it's sideways, it'll end up as a straight up looking document ready for the IRS to audit <laughs> at any given time. Um, Genius Scan is a good one. Cam Scanner works uh, across all phones as well. It's, uh, it's good. It's fairly well known. And um, multi-page batch scanning is, is really easy with it, like Tiny Scanner. Uh, Google Drive for, for Android and iOS actually allows you to scan documents directly into Google Drive which very few people actually know about. So there's a scan function on the Google Drive app uh, for your iPhone or Android. Interesting. Now that's a big user because I imagine a lot of uh, listeners are using Google Drive. So um, that's, uh, that's definitely solid. Yeah, absolutely. And then last but not least is for iOS only, FineScanner. Um, so FineScanner works really well for both uh, iPhone and iPad and uh, turns basically any text into rich text document on your phone, which is pretty cool, and supports 44 different languages. So this Mm. is interesting because we go to uh, campus events all over the world, right, CA Technologies, and you very often at campus events get paper documents, right? Students literally bring you a resume. And what do you do with those, right? Yeah. how How do you keep them together, and how do you even make them searchable. And that's really the biggest thing. It's easy to take pictures of those documents, right? Or have the paper documents and then feed them all through uh, some sort of document scanner when you get back to the office, but that's really clunky. And so tools like FindScanner are really good for mobile teams um, out in the field that need to take real-time documents and save them to a centralized database like Google Drive or Dropbox or Evernote. Nice. That's a huge time saver. Yeah. Um, particularly, I think, is, is more of us are, are more mobile in terms of where we work, right? We're, we're getting out of the office more. I think having, you know, these types of tools at our disposal is becoming more and more important because it allows us to, you know, continue to kind of cut the leash to our offices and our desks um, and get out there more. Yeah. And, you know, um, some of us travel so much that actually going to an office when you're in town sounds like the last thing you ever want to do. Because <laughs> right. that in-town period is short. That's so. right. So HR business partners listening to this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> I will be at the office one day soon. <laughs> yes. Paging Craig. That's Paging right. Craig. I'm, I'm surprised that I have like a, a dashboard, like yeah. a Where's Craig dashboard, where's like Craig a dashboard. location piece on your phone yeah, they, to know where you are. Cause... Yeah, they they do. It's called my, uh, my regular updates that I am very <laughs> adamant about giving them so they know what's going on. I was about to say, wait, you're on the social media? I'm on the social media, yeah. <laughs> you can find me anywhere. 
So <clears throat> what other tools do you got today, Lars? Yeah, you know, so there's another tool that uh, I got turned on to a couple months ago, and um, I keep uncovering more and more use cases for it, and I'm, uh, I'm officially in love. It was, uh, I love freemium tools. Freemium tools allow you to kind of kick the tires a little bit, see what something's all about. And once you decide you can't live without it, you can upgrade and do more. Um, and so there's there's one, and I'll give a, a I'm going to save my bonus one for the uh, the rapid fire at the end. So all the right. one I want to talk about now is called MixMax. And uh, if you are using email, which is 100% of the listeners out there, you're probably using Gmail, whether it's for professional or personal use. Uh, and MixMax is a platform that plugs into that. And what it does is essentially MixMax was built under the premise that um, static email that is just text is dull and boring and people get loads of it and they hate it and they crave inbox zero and all these other buzzwords we want to use. Um, but the reality is we all live in email as much as you want to say, no, I like Slack. Slack's great. But the vast majority of people are using email for the, as their primary business tool. Indeed. And so what, uh, what MixMax does is it's got some really interesting capabilities um, I'll say the best one for last. Uh, it does read receipts on all of your emails. So when you send an email, uh, it'll let you know when it was opened. It'll let you know if they opened attachments and or clicked links. That's a premium feature, but you can you can do that as well. So particularly for recruiters or people in sales, that's a huge um, bonus because obviously if you're sending emails to candidates or prospects, you want to know. When they reach them, uh, if you're a company like HubSpot, if somebody clicks your mail, you'll get that alert and then you'll call them immediately to say, hey, notice you saw our email. Yes, that happened to me. That was uh, it was pretty clever of them. They, they have a tool called Sidekick that integrates into their uh, CRM platform that does that. Brilliant um, tool. Very good tool. Uh, and so MixMax does something similar. Uh, what it also does, and I think what's really most powerful of it, is it allows you to create very, very dynamic and visual rich emails. So rather than just having the ability to do text uh, in an email, when you create an email in MixMax, it actually allows you to add a, a tremendous amount of different functionality. So if you want to embed an image, you can. If you want to embed a video, you can. If you want to create a poll for the recipients, uh, you can. If you want to embed HTML, you can. You essentially, it gives you um, almost the full kind of capabilities um, from a customization standpoint as you would have in a, uh, in a word processing document. So if you're writing a blog post, almost anything you can do in that, you can now do inside of your Gmail, um, which is great. So um, again, getting back to a kind of a recruiting or sales use case, you can create really dynamic pitch emails. Uh, and then what you can also do is very easily save them as templates uh, in your folder. And so the, and the, and the template box is actually integrated right into your uh, compose window on Gmail. So if you're looking, if you've got different um, templates set up for different audiences you're trying to reach, you can very easily just populate your email and send it. So incredibly robust. Uh, I definitely recommend it. And again, it is freemium. So you can try it out for free, um, fall in love like I did, and then uh, finally upgrade, which is the uh, the, the, the path that, that the freemium models love to see you go down. And if it's a great product, I have no problem paying a bit of money well, I have some enhanced functionality. Oh, very cool. Big fan. Mix, Mixmax. Mixmax.com. Mixmax.com. All right. Checking it out. All right. So um, I am today in writing mode. I'm actually writing a blog article for The Muse. Speaking of The Muse, who we talked about earlier. 
Um, and I've got this great little tool called WriteWell. So I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to integrate WriteWell with MixMax. WriteWell actually gives you little boxes of text that you can um, basically put on a notepad and there are subjects that you can choose for your boxes. So for instance, if you are writing a technical article, um, there are there's a, a drop-down menu full of different types of boxes that you can populate your, your article with. Um, and then you can move those boxes around. So you click on the box, change the text to whatever you want it to be, and it gives you bite-sized paragraphs that you can easily just click and drag around in your article to make it make the most sense and be in the proper order. It's a really cool jumpstart tool for writing reference papers, research papers, blog posts, uh, essays, etc. And uh, it's also fun. And so if you're writing a book, if you're writing anything, this is a pretty, pretty fun tool to use. So it's, uh, I imagine, W-R-I-T-E-Well.com? Right. W-R-I-T-E-W-E-L-L.com. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... It's actually writewellapp.com. Writewellapp.com. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this doesn't always happen on the Cool Tools podcast, but our, our tools are dovetailing nicely because uh, my next tool is uh, is a similar uh, tool for writers. Um I've been doing a bit more blogging lately and I'm actually going to be working on a book. Um, so there's a tool that I recently uh, was introduced to that I've been playing around with for a week and uh, actually another freemium tool that I've already upgraded because I saw so much utility in it. It's called Grammarly. Um, so Grammarly is a tool that is both a standalone app and a Chrome extension that allows if you're writing uh, most, uh, what I've found so far, most websites outside of Google Docs, sadly, um, allow the Chrome integration to work. And as you're writing, it will actually give you uh, grammar and um, spelling and just really robust feedback on how to tighten your language, talking about you know soft verbs and, and, and power tense and just things like that, that, uh, you know, unless you are a English lit major, you may not be thinking of on a regular basis. Um, I am not. My writing uh, can certainly stand to have a solid editor, which I never have. So for me, uh, this is this is my editor. And I've been starting to, um, it was interesting. I started using it on the Chrome app. Uh, it made some great, you know, catches and recommendations that I hadn't thought of. So then I started plugging content from past blog posts and career sites and things like that into it, and it made really great recommendations. So um, again, Grammarly.com, it's a Chrome extension, and it is uh, it is an app. I know it's an app that's native in the Apple uh, iTunes app store. I'm not sure about uh, Google um, and Chrome, but I'm sorry, just uh, Google and Android, but um, it's very solid, it's very useful. And if you do a fair amount of writing, I think with WriteWell and Grammarly, those are two tools that will definitely help you. Yeah, so I actually use um, WriteWell on my regular PC. It works great. Uh, I've got several chapters of an unfinished book <laughs> in there, uh, <laughs> in, in Grammarly, and I use Grammarly on my on my PC, and it's uh, it's good. Now, unlike you, I actually do have a thesaurus in my head, I think, <laughs> and so I I ignore a lot of the suggestions. But what I found is that Grammarly is really good for uh, helping to search engine optimize blog posts. Mm. Yep. 
Um, and so it will suggest words that might be more uh, well searched. And, uh, and so I too have gone back into old blog posts and, and use Grammarly to fix them up. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, and there's another uh, there's another tool that's in beta right now, but does a similar thing called Hemingway. Yeah, so Hemingway. Yeah, HemingwayApp.com is the URL for that. And again, that's a that's a web based tool where if you're writing something, you just copy and paste your text, um, plug it right in, and uh, boom, you've got it. Uh, you've got it right there, and it'll make some good recommendations for you. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So, um, speaking of making things easier to read. Uh, there is a tool called Flatbook for Chrome that makes Facebook look ad-free and beautiful. Mm. <laughs> it's so great. Wow. It, it literally gives you the Facebook layout you've always wanted. It's, it's called Flatbook, and it, it makes Facebook literally infinitely better with one small browser extension. Pretty bad. And that's a, a Chrome extension? It is. Find it in the Chrome Web Store. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Flatbook. Flatbook.com. Okay. Uh, does it also pull away annoying uh, political commentary? <laughs> does it do that? How robust does this app go? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if it's quite got to that filter yet, but I think you can use the preferred friends um, part of Facebook to literally only see uh, the good stuff, and you have to be diligent about picking your friends. Uh, because most of our friends are not very good at Facebook, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, and, and some uh, there's always some surprises, right? It's always fun to uh, you know, uh, uh, election cycles are great at uh, at uncovering um, surprises. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, absolutely. That's couldn't have said it better. All right. So, right, so lightning music. round. Yeah, let's uh, let's take it there. So, do you, do you have more apps? I I, I used my uh, my Grammarly was my was my bonus end app, and I went early with that because I had to piggyback on yours. So I, I'm I'm ready to go music. But if you've got some bonus apps you want to throw in there, by all means. Oh no, we can do music here. I've got one. I've got one uh, bonus app here. It's called Coyote Howl for iPhone, and it is so much fun. So let's see if we game. Can Hold on a second. No, it's just it's just a noisemaker. Can you hear that? I do. I do. We all do. <laughs> so we have uh, lots of coyotes. I live out by the lake and well, listen to those coyotes, Hal. <laughs> we live out by the lake and so you can hear coyotes out here all the time. And so I now call back to them. It's really cool. And they answer. <laughs> I mean, you know you never know what you're going to get on the cold flow show. It's, uh, you, just, you just don't. You cannot predict this stuff. Built-in sound effects. <laughs> all right, so uh, you go with right. music first. Yeah, we're going to segue from uh, Coyote to something so much more pleasant on the ears. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm on, uh, apparently every summer, uh, the XM channel gets to, uh, gets to take me back to some old school roots with the, uh, the Yacht Rock channel. I'm a big fan of Yacht Rock. I didn't even know what Yacht Rock was when it <laughs> came out last Rock. year. I'm just like, yeah, I like so, you know, we're talking Kenny Loggins. We got lots of great stuff. And obviously uh, dating myself a little bit here. But um, Kenny Loggins. yeah, they've got some really great. So, you know, I just, of course, you listen to XM, but there's some gems that you just don't want to, you don't want to lose. So I'm just going to give you a quick, a quick rundown on some, uh, some Yacht Rock gems. 
Um, so feel free to download these at home if you're a fellow Yacht Rock fan, and, and you will not be sad. So um, we've got a little, let's see. Uh, I mean, Christopher Cross Sailing, of course. Uh, Kenny Loggins, this is it. You know, Hollow Notes, I can't go for that. Mm-hmm. Lionel Richie, Sail On. I mean, come on. That's a live version, and it's fantastic. Um, you know, Commodores, obviously, as well. And um, so, yeah. Big fan, kind of, kind of going old school with a, a little yacht rock. That's funny. I like it. Uh, okay, so I have been listening to. This is funny. Um, I've been listening to Cameron. Are you familiar with Cameron? I am. Uh, so when we were in uh, Washington D.C. for Sherm, um, we were in a let's just say a bar. That was recommended by a friend and it was a really cool place. And so I asked the door guy, hey, what's this awesome music playing? And he looked at me like I was a complete space alien. He's like, uh, that's Cameron. <laughs> like, oh, OK, guess I <laughs> like, should have yeah, done that. Yeah, I knew that. I was just testing you. That's right. I, I was. I was just testing him. So this is the this is the song that most everybody knows from Cameron. Called Hey Ma, good stuff. But the song that I discovered is this other song called Oh Boy. All right, so I'm not sure we can uh, play all the uh, lyrics to this on a public <laughs> podcast. Uh, great, actually, those are those are I recognize both of those. Both are uh, both are great. So I did not know that was Cameron. So now uh, I learned a little something new. That's right. So that was uh, popular on my recent anniversary trip to Siesta Key, Florida, and has been popular on my boat when, well, sort of with and without kids. On the lake, you can't always hear the lyrics real clearly. So we're a little, <laughs> a little lenient on what actually gets played over the speakers on the boat. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I dig it. I dig it. Cam- Cameron, check it out. You can, you, can, you can blend some Cameron, some Yacht Rock, and some Coyote Howling, and that's a that's a good night right there. I'm going to play some Yacht Rock on the boat this weekend, tomorrow, in fact. I mean, it is Yacht Rock. It's kind <laughs> of made for that. It's kind of, That's kind of the idea. So uh, we do have Hall & Oates dance parties here at the Fish Dogs Tavern. Uh, JTF and I will dance out by the bonfire uh, with a bottle of wine to some, some Hall & Oates on a fairly regular basis. I, I do dig it, and and I have to, uh, you know, now that now that you're doing a little show and tell, I'm trying to pull up some tunes on mine because there is a particular yacht rod song that I've just been playing on repeat, and uh, and it's it's by an author that uh, you just don't really hear that much about anymore, and apparently in the yacht rock era he was rather prolific, uh, and because me scrolling through my iPhone, oh oh oh. Ah, here he is. Can we get a little Boz Skaggs? (laughs) Love me some Boz Skaggs. I mean, a little Lino Shuffle? So good. It's it's still like one of the best and most iconic uh, 80s choruses. Let me... Wait, it's coming. It's coming. (laughs) Give it to us, Boz. Oh! <laughs> so good. Lido. There you go. Boz right. Skaggs teared it up with his Lido shuffle. So so good. All right. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna 
I'm going to mix that in uh, this weekend as well. Some Boz Skaggs. Do, do we need to plug some like uh, some Rihanna or something? Um, something for the kids just so that we don't. Uh, well, you 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 say it. You, you're at least a decade away with yours. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I, I, I took it back a little bit. So I, I'm. I'm operating in a deficit right now. I'll, I'll, I'll get it back to some uh, some house music on the next podcast. Uh, all right. Well, so, I mean, we can go through our latest Shazams uh, anytime you're ready. So <laughs> uh, that to ne- next continue. time. To be continued. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, Lars, thanks for joining me today as usual. And uh, this has been quite a good time. Uh, good time indeed. And uh, we'll be back. I think we're going to be doing these uh, with a bit higher frequency, as we always say we will. So Bold statement. Yes, I know. It's it's not a new statement, though. So this time we may or may not actually do that. We shall see. All right. To be continued. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. And uh, thank you, everybody.